Martin. Martin. Jobber Talk with Martin. Jobber Talk with Martin. And welcome to Jobber Talk. My name is Martin. Uh, and I'm John. Right here is. Yes. Yeah, this is John. So, how are you doing today, John? Mm, pretty good, considering the weather and all that. So, yeah, it's a pretty rainy day today, but we're pushing through with this recording. Why? Because it's the only time we're free. <laughs> no not, joke. It's not like we have anything better to do at this particular hour. Except our, you know, deadlines, <laughs> our respective deadlines, right? But we're doing this for Philippine Pro Wrestling. Sure. <laughs> Now we're doing this for you, mom, and my dog, and my 11 other fake accounts that will be listening to this on a Saturday morning. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Durant's fake account. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he forgot he was replying to, to this dude using his real account. Oh, he, resorts, he resorts to himself, in th- he refers to himself in third person. Like uh, uh, He was answering this guy who was asking him... <laughs> Uh, what good reason was there to leave OKC other than to chase championships? And he says, well, OKC didn't uh, staff its uh, its team right. Uh, Coach Billy Donovan, he wasn't very good. And and Durant and Russell Westbrook were the only guys in the team. He's, like, he's referring to himself in third person. They forget was using his name to count. <laughs> Man, well, at least we know he doesn't have beef with Russ. He has beef with most of the guys. Yes, other than Russ. Other than Russ. <laughs> Actually, he has beef with Russ. Russ called him a cupcake. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and yeah, we're uh, fast forwarding the off tangent segment to the front. Yeah. So yeah, we're... you mentioned fake accounts. So I just yeah. oh yeah, fake accounts, <laughs> and uh, more than that on the off tangent. But this is the preview. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we have news about uh, passing of a certain legend in the realm of professional wrestling, a man who calls himself the Brain, Bobby Heenan. When I was getting started watching pro wrestling, my very first pro wrestling memory was Hulk Hogan, watching Hulk Hogan. And I remember my cousin telling me uh, about this cool thing called pro wrestling and that there's this cool guy in it called Hulk Hogan. But I saw Hulk Hogan, I I realized years later that that Hulk Hogan would not have been possible without Andre the Giant and without Bobby Heenan. So uh, Bobby Heenan was a pretty big deal. I don't think Wrestling would have risen to this pop culture status it has now if it weren't for guys like him being the the necessary bad guy to make the heroes more heroic, to be the necessary charisma to bring people in. And uh, it's a bit sad that a lot of that old guard is starting to pass away. Uh, rest in peace, Mr. Mr. Heenan. Uh, for me, the first time I saw or heard about Bobby Heenan was uh, in WCW during the Monday Night Wars. I heard he was from WWF, just like Mean Gene, Hogan, etc. But only through that uh, WCW video game, uh, I think, Mayhem. Uh, he has a lot of voice tracks there, so a lot of witty one-liners like, See that, Hammenager? Can't even tie his shoelace with a uh, stick or something. So I saw, oh, this guy's funny. So I, I enjoyed this commentary, and then only later when uh, you know ABC Five started to show uh, Hulk Hogan's rock and wrestling cartoons, like a decade before, there's like mini segments where the real wrestlers were there. He's one of those guys, so we got to see more of him. So yeah, uh, our thoughts and prayers go out to Bobby Heenan and his family. Uh, rest in peace to a true legend of pro wrestling. Speaking of pro wrestling, 
we will be talking about we were speaking about anything else <laughs> pro wrestling, wrestling is like the only thing we talk about now <laughs> yeah so yeah last week we had a grand time in little tokyo wait we're wrestling Re- wrestling that. yeah wrestling yes we had a grand time in the makati cinema square arena for the third show of mwf manila wrestling federations road to fate what a name I know, and if you saw the ticket, it looked like a literal bus ticket. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's funny because uh, road to something. You just it's just a uh, titling convention. Uh, usually, when you see road to something, the the preceding word is more than one syllable, so uh-huh. like ending it in like, road to fate, just I don't know, feels a bit anticlimactic uh, for, for you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. When you hear the title, so but yeah, it was cute. The the, the Ticket looked like a bus ticket. Yeah. That I mean, the t- yeah, the ticket looked like a bus ticket, and uh, they tried to hype up the theme. They have they had a quote unquote Titan Tron now. Oh yeah, yeah video packages. Ooh, somebody's getting paid. Mm. Uh, but uh, yeah, what do you think about the video packages? Well, uh, it got us all hyped up, uh, especially that video with gigs and the and the models, the car models. I wonder, did they just make them pose there, or did they actually talk to them like, "Can you be in our wrestling promo video?" Hmm. I that, yeah, that, that was weird though. It was weird. The camera works a bit weird. Like gigs looks like he was hitting his head on the on the on the lens. It was weird, but uh, anyway, we can discuss it later. But I think. Well, it was cool and you know cute that you know gigs and the the girls there that was all funny and stuff. Uh, I think the wrong, well, not the wrong, but I think other people could have used a video package too. Oh, the other wrestlers, you mean? Yeah, oh, okay. yeah, to because hype them up more. they were intro- they introduced a couple of new people, hmm. I think, or or at least they were introducing them now as big deals. Ah, uh, compared to before, yeah, when they were, where oh, they were he's getting beaten sort of enhancement bad. talent type thing, yeah. Okay, we'll talk about that during their matches. Yeah, yeah. So, let's start off with the first match. It's uh, Frankie Thirteen taking on the Ninja Ninja Ryujin. Mm. So, how did you like this contrast of styles? A uh, a big guy taking on the uh, smaller and uh, more agile competitor in the Ninja guy. Well, it's weird because the big guy doesn't wrestle like a big guy. He's just long legged, tall, but he not doesn't really have any bulk. So mm-hmm. he doesn't wrestle like he has any bulk. So, uh, he, he just tries to high fly. So right? it's a, like a stretch forward. Yeah, like he, he goes to the top rope. So he doesn't really wrestle like a big guy. Uh, so the, con- the the contrast in styles wasn't that huge. Mm-hmm. Uh, the ninja guy just had more... just had more moves in general. Okay. Uh, but the thing about Frankie 13 though is that... Uh, uh, and I guess new promotions need to just need to just keep working at it but continuity wise like i remember last week uh the last week last uh, show event, he, he yes. got beaten up by um Moises. Moises again. Yeah. uh the way they ended that match it felt like some transformation had happened oh yeah he like, got his back broken yeah like, um, yeah batman yeah so and they made a big deal out of it like they were trying to absorb something from him or something or make him one of theirs or something and usually when you show something like that to cap off a segment, you expect it to have an effect in the next show. Now, it doesn't mean necessarily that Frankie 13 should have a heel turn or whatnot, but you have that coupled by the fact that he changed his look. Mm-hmm. He cut his hair. 
you expect some sort of change. Like he would, he should go from like maybe the the white meat babyface type that he was before to an anti-hero, mm-hmm. if not not right heel turn. There has to be some sort of character growth, a character change that it wasn't evident. Especially after he won the, uh, after he lost the match, he shook Ninja's hand, which basically means it's just the same guy from last week as if last uh, last week uh, last event as if last event didn't happen mm-hmm. it's just you know th- those those little things to help the storytelling along uh would have been nice to see some character growth out of frankie 13 especially he changes look that usually that's usually yeah. an indication that something has changed with the wrestler oh well, he did have more aggression a bit more but it's not yeah too well, much it's for you. barely cool noticeable yeah okay. it's barely noticeable and his, his character didn't change changes in physical appearance and uh, and undergoing uh, traumatic transformation usually means that there's a character transformation, not just uh, a shift in the move set. But the match itself, it's, it's it was fine as openers go. I mean, there was no huge contrast of styles. But uh, what styles they did have, they did produce a decent sort of high flying match with mm-hmm. a few uh, with a little grappling thrown in. And the finishing move was pretty well done. Huh. Yeah, the nice. sort of Selena Del Sol type thing by the ninja. Oh. I thought that was very well done. So uh, moving on from the ne- from that match to the next match, you mentioned this guy, Moises Liwanag. Mm. Uh, we have to note that there were some audio difficulties mm. on a certain mic. Yes, yes. They so, played it uh, up the entire evening. So Moises brought along something with him. Yeah, it brought his own... <laughs> like, like personal bullhorn type thing where yeah. sort of like what the what street preachers bring on the bus with them when yeah. they're the one who annoys us yeah, yeah yeah that and I thought it was some, a brilliant bit of character work uh, yeah. basically he he and that brother Jomar yes. they are probably the most compelling high upside characters they have on that roster mm-hmm. unlike the others they're not generic good guys or generic bad guys they have a distinct thing of their own and no other wrestler I've encountered in their roster has that. I mean, the closest is probably Fabio Makising, but yeah, that, that, it's a bit weak sauce. But he's the closest one, other than Moises Lewana, to have to someone having a definite, uh, unique character. I mean, Frankie Thirteen looks unique, but he's as bland a white meat babyface as there is on that roster, and which is sort of which, which makes me sad because they're wasting his look. See, uh, but. Moses Liwana, man, that guy, that guy. Yeah, uh, <laughs> if the network were like the best heels on TWR now, oh, they're, they're now baby faces. Oh, they're now baby faces. Yeah, so, you yeah. Missed I, a, I must you, have missed something. You missed a lot. <laughs> yeah, uh, but back then when okay. they were heels, they were the best heels in TWR. Like all of them are baby faces. Um. Well, or is just is it just Chino? Uh, Chino's injured, so they turned kind of face. Right all of now. them? They're just two. No. Oh, all right. Remember? All right. Okay, the, the, the other guy. Yeah, yeah. Let's right, talk about that. Right. Uh, next that's time some, other time, some other time. But yeah, but, but, yeah, but back when uh, the network were the freshest, uh, most compelling villains on PWR, that's what Moises Liwanag is now for MWF. It's like they're probably their most compelling character. Heel or face, actually. But, you know, uh, as heels, they have something unique. I, th- I don't think. Even PWS managed to think about this gimmick. I think there's gold here. Actually, yeah, it, there's 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 gold in this gimmick because it strikes a chord. Okay. And he doesn't 
there's a lot of flexibility too. He doesn't even have to remain heel. Yeah. There's a way to turn him face in a compelling manner. Yeah, just like the network yeah. was turned. Yeah. yeah. Although I didn't see how they executed the network's turn, so I, I can't really comment on how well done it was. But this guy is probably if you were to see their roster as a collection of assets like you would say an NBA team or an NFL team Moises Lewanag is probably their most valuable asset so in NBA terms if they were a team what kind of player is Moises for you? Um, is he the prospect or is he the uh, sixth man? he's if they were like Golden State he'd be like Draymond Green the Draymond yeah. Green yeah. The, yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, the guy who who will make all of this work <laughs> so yeah, uh, taking him on is Aldrin Richards, not to be yeah. confused with Alden Richards. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's, this is one of those guys that I thought needed a video package. He needed some sort of introduction because we could not get a sense of who he was b- just based on the, the collaterals they've shown. Because yeah, last time we saw him, he got beaten up badly by uh, Fabio. Yeah, yeah, he was just, he felt like he was just a jobber to make Fabio look good. But this time he had a lot of aggression, a lot yeah, he of had a lot strikes. of offense, and he was, he, they made us feel like he was supposed to be a big deal. But again, who is this guy? Uh, the close we have is that he's, his name sounds like Alden Richards, and they even played that up a bit with the fonts of his Just of his name. name. Yeah, the font they used in his name. So, and he comes out, and he's this guy with no definite character other than he's a sort of bland baby face. Okay, so. Yeah, it was, it was good that he lost because I don't think they would have known what to do with him if he had won. Um, so, he was they made us feel like he was a big deal, but he just ended up looking like more enhancement talent, especially for the uh, ascendant Moises Liwanag. And there were some really good visual moments in that match. You can probably see it in the, in the uh, photos I took. And there was this one move where he does some weird sign of the cross type thing before he unleashes it. Uh, uh, it looked really good on stage or on in the ring, and there was this one point where they where he had uh, Aldrin Alden that guy in a, in a sort of camel clutch, uh-huh. and Brother Joma was raising the book in front of the guy. Oh wait, it's like the Paul Bearer Undertaker yes, thing. It looked really good. Uh, I just didn't have a good angle on it, but it looked really good. If if MWF had TV, that would be that that was must that would have looked must see. That would have looked a million bucks. So they're learning how to stage a show with that guy. It was really good. So uh, how did you like the ending? Because you have been saying this to me, like, yeah. The hard strikes, the good offense of Mr. Richards, but at the end, they still made him look like... Yeah, uh, well, the ending, I think, helped with the character development of mm-hmm. Moises Lewanagin. He comes off looking like a, like a bit unhinged, a bit of a badass. And I think that's why they gave him so much... They gave uh, Alden, Alden, what's-his-face, oh, a Richards. lot more offense okay. because... They didn't want him to look weak and defeat. Okay. Okay. So that's why I think they gave him so much time on offense. So yeah, uh, I I didn't mind the ending. It served a narrative purpose. 
And I don't think anybody really lost with it, character-wise. So yeah, um, going back to the previous match, uh, his former nemesis actually came up there. How do you like this continuity? Like them facing off and then like who's which? Ah. Uh, the Frankie Thirteen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, again, I, it, this would probably be more compelling if I could sense that there was some sort of change in Frankie Thirteen. Like you could have just uh, yeah, mold, mold Moises or yeah. Okay. At this point, I'm only excited because Moises Liwanag is involved. I don't really. It could be he could slot in any other babyface there. It wouldn't matter. So, but oh my gosh, we forgot to say something about the uh, the segment before the match. How did you like him healing more people? Actually, that was pretty good. Uh, they, I don't. Know, they probably tufted that first guy with the broken arm. No, that was. That was really his initiative to just put this arm out of the sling and pretend it was healed. I <laughs> oh, mean, that guy's a really good sport. It's the kind of fan you want in your building. Uh, uh, Shoutouts to Papa Joey, or Tita Joey. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I thought that was that was just brilliant, uh, yeah, brilliant bit of character work. Yeah, that's how interactive the Moises character can be. Yeah, yeah. Hey, this this character is gold. gold. Highest upside character, yeah. Uh, going on to gold, we're going to denim jackets because it's going to be the match of Fabio Makisic taking on Hanzelo Silva. So it's yeah. a mix of the La Luna Sangre, uh, you know, the I think it's popular right now. So the wolf, the teen wolf kind of character. Yeah, taking but on the again, uh, where, where the hell did this guy come from? Uh, where's his build up? What's his character? I got nothing other than supposed to be howling and why is he howling uh, and there's nothing to indicate his, his so called wolfishness other than they added howling to his name okay. and they gave him a weird jacket but really the, uh, they didn't really give because I guess this was sort of this was meant to build up both guys mm-hmm. because they, they tried to make us feel that the wolf guy was a big deal oh. but man that guy really didn't bring much he had moves Fine, he was a he was a decent wrestler, a decent in ring performer, but there was just no reason to care for him. Was yeah. this the same guy who was crying over his mother the last time? Yep. Uh, and, uh, all right. These are two guys who are coming off from a two and zero run, so two straight wins. And yeah, yeah. I mean, fine. Uh, I get that because of the performance last last event, they probably want to give this guy a chance, but. Uh, whatever reason he seemed compelling the last event was, was gone here. I saw no reason to cheer for him or to, to, to like him. Or... So while the wrestling match was, was good, uh, there's lots of it was very strike heavy, but there was a lot of cool reversals, and I, I liked how they ended with that submission maneuver. Okay. Oh, uh, the leg. Uh, yeah. Leg yeah. yeah. It was pretty good. You can tell that both both guys can go. It's just that because one guy had no character, he could have used a, a video package. Uh, the the that wolf guy, Angelo, Angelo, yeah, yeah. whatever. Uh, yeah, he could have used a video package, something to make to get us to know him and care about the character. He got nothing, and as a result, it sort of dragged the whole thing down because instead of feeling like Fabio beat a guy who's a big deal, it felt. Almost, uh, what's the word? It felt functionary, like, or it felt a bit by the numbers. It mm-hmm. felt like uh, th- we just did it because you know something needed to be done for that segment. 
Because again, uh, if we had cared or were given a reason to care about the wolf guy, then all of that posturing Fabio did at the end would have probably worked a lot better. Uh, As that, he was just felt like he was just gloating over uh, some jobber he beat. Uh, okay, and by video packets, we don't mean the ones we see in FB when they were drawing the names. Okay, guys, yeah. like the ones we could have seen before the matches. Yes, before yes. the show. Yes, especially since not all of us probably would have been able to see the Facebook stuff. Yeah, because like you were just you know like. Yeah. yeah, I mean, if you, if somebody casual fans, just, casual walked in, would have gotten anything. Except if you had the hype video like gigs or yeah. like uh, who yeah, else was there? It, I think I don't think Gig Striker really needed a hype video. He was he is the already hype. the <laughs> most highly charismatic face. Good, uh, but. Yeah, some of these guys needed it. Like Alden, what's his face needed it? Aldrin. And Aldrin. Then, uh, yeah. Uh, this the wolf guy needed it. Uh-huh. Just just to give us a reason to jumpstart a reason to care for these guys. Okay, so uh, yeah, we'll go on to. I'll ask you a question after we round up the matches. But mm-hmm. yeah, let's go on. So uh, the last time we saw Angela win was a match against Morgan Vaughn, and now this time it's Morgan Vaughn the. Uh, the masked man taking on MWF's Robin Sane, the high flyer. Yeah, yeah. And this is a match coming off from the fact that Robin Sane has actually has a legit injury a week before going into this match. Yeah. And it's interesting how they used it to tell the tale as well. Mm. Mm, yeah. It was good because Robin Sane is really good at physical storytelling. I haven't, did he ever, I haven't heard him, I haven't heard his mic work. Um, video packages. Yeah, video. It, uh, but it doesn't sound particularly compelling compared but, to yeah, compared to gigs, for, to gigs, for example. Mm-hmm. But the guy knows how to tell a story with his body. Uh, I mean, people would probably like to rag about the the rather comedic style of wrestling. You know that that sort of wrestling that that has a lot of physical comedy in it. But that takes a lot of intelligence to pull off. From how to move your body, how to react, the timing. And I think Robinson has that knack. That's the uh, high ring IQ. Yeah, that, yeah, ring IQ or the performer's IQ. Mm-hmm. I guess it felt like every move mattered. So yeah. how did you like that sequence outside the ring? Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, oh man, I, the thing, the Morgan, Morgan Vaughn is an interesting villain. I like the look. The mask thing is pretty cool. My only qualm is that every time he says you want to see something cool he has to up himself he has to top himself okay. <laughs> uh, that could get daunting after a while um so that's the, it's like a kofi kingston moment for him every yes night. <laughs> yes and the, the stuff outside was really good uh very interactive and it it, it felt dangerous it felt dangerous not <laughs> legit dangerous okay. not, not high-pitched dangerous uh it felt like yeah, as I said, all of, everything they did mattered. Even if there were some sequences that repeated themselves. Like, I think they went to the yes kick one too many times. But it still felt like it was necessary. It didn't feel like they were just doing it roundabout. Like they were just doing it because they ran out of stuff to do. And a lot of it is down to how Robin Sane sells the progression of the match. Like, uh, when he, he starts out, he's doing a lot of... Uh, of a nonsensical flippy shit. This is handstand. Uh-huh. Even does the Dragon Ball thing. Oh, that uh, was all, all, all of those. All that was real fun. 
but when you got to the end, he got you were, straight you, serious. Yeah, yeah. You were you were on the edge of your seat. You forgot all the comedy stuff. So that guy knows how to put on a really good match, and how to put put on a really fun experience. So uh, that guy, I think, also is also one of their more important performers. Okay. So uh, how'd you like the ending? Like how Gus Queens, like you know, pulled yeah. the reverse Gus on him because last time he helped. Slightly helped him to win against Giggs. Now this time it's him distracting Sane to lose to yeah. Morgan Vaughn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I suppose it's good just to just get more insight into Gus Queen's character, and because he's been ha- he's been hanging around, uh, treated like a big deal, treated like we're supposed to look up to him that he's, that he's some sort of uh, all star, some sort of expert because he's the coach the so, cfo the cfo or... yeah they they gave the impression that he was the guy who trained everybody on the roster not really <laughs> yeah but he's called the coaches so you're no, assuming he's the guy who trained no, everybody in no, the roster no, life coach not not physical coach oh really that, yeah, I, yeah I, that's the character that's the character <laughs> i didn't i didn't catch any distinction of him being a life coach oh it's the jacket it's the long limb it's the yeah but the, a coach could you know Sports coach. ja- coach wear, uh, coaches wear sports jackets all the time. Jonathan Coachman. Did he coach any wrestlers? No, no. But he's called Coach. <laughs> yeah, but it's because of his name. Yeah, not yeah. because of how he presented himself. Oh, okay. this is, yeah. He's not Gus Coachman. Gus Coachman. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, so I didn't catch the life coach thing. I, I just got the impression that he was like the guy trained everybody in the roster. But maybe that's just me anyway. Oh, okay. So yeah, at least we get more insight into his character. Now he's suddenly becoming more vicious and all that. It's good. I mean, he's a big guy. He's probably their best bet that a big character wrestles big because Frankie 13, as tall as he is, doesn't wrestle big. And uh, this guy uh, claims that he is, and I think he really is, six foot four. Yeah, yeah. 200 plus pounds. 220, yeah. I think he said. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, he gets, he's a legitimate shot at a big guy character. And from the bit of from the, the little things he did, like, like, setting up Robinson for a move, you get the sense that he get, the guy will know will know what he's doing in the ring. Soon so, yeah, yeah, there's some interesting stuff there. Yeah, because the, uh, one of our first issues in the first show was his character was a bit it's all a bit, over the place. Yeah, it's a bit but all over the place. Slowly, now it's more slightly defined. Yeah. Okay, like slowly defined now. Yes, yeah. If, uh, we're going back to basketball analogy here. For me, Gus Queens is like, MWF is the Chicago Bulls and he's Jerry Krause. Mm. He just wants to be liked, but no. I don't know. The, the last show, uh, this character didn't show any indication about wanting to be liked. Yeah. Guy picked a fight with fans. And... <laughs> yeah, anyway. Maybe because uh, management yeah. wins championships. Yeah, something like he that. He wins yeah. championships. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Proper guidance wins championships. Yeah, well, sure. Yeah, yeah. Sure. yeah I guess. Yeah. So, so. Yeah, sure. But I know you don't want to talk much about the next match. Oh, yeah, that's my piss break match. Okay, okay, okay. So, yeah, it's uh, Mr. Lucha who drew a opponent from the fishbowl. If you checked out the Facebook page, uh, because the Road to Fate, actually, John, they hyped it up by giving the winners of the last event uh, from Republica a chance to draw their challengers in a fishbowl. So, Mr. Lucha drew a name. He never revealed it. But when you saw the card and you remember, wait, wasn't there another competitor? Not yet in the poster, not yet in the lineup. Yeah. So unless it's Brother Jomar, 
And I really wished it was Brother Jomar. That would have been a lot better if it was Brother Jomar. I mean... At I'm... least Brother Jomar is an interesting character only because of his association oh. with uh, Liwana. The next character... I'll take over here. The next character is actually interesting as well. The ne- the one who Mr. Lucha is facing is uh, Ashura. I think the female uh, ninja version of Ninja Ryujin. I think. Except that the, she's healed. She's healed, For yeah. For some weird reason. reason, she is healed. It's it's a mystery to us as yeah, well. Lone female competitor on the roster going up against guys Big. twice her size, twice her weight, and she's a heel. Why? I have no idea. And, and this was just, this is just phenomenally bad booking. When you, okay. in, in, in writing, when you're writing conflicts, okay. when you're writing fight scenes, or when you're, Writing character versus character. One of the things you're always told to avoid is to avoid the Godzilla versus Bambi conundrum or the Godzilla versus Bambi setup. Okay. Because the problem with Godzilla versus Bambi is that Bambi will never win against Godzilla. And if Bambi ever did, your audience will be like, no way. Really? Yeah, that's the reaction. Are you sure? Okay. Uh, it, It feels fraudulent. Now, not only was this Bambi versus Godzilla on paper, mm-hmm. like if you just just check the the vitals, Mr. Lucha probably has north of a hundred pounds, m- probably more than six inches worth of height and okay. reach advantage. And then they get to the ring and they play up the Bambi versus Godzilla for a good ten minutes, like. Asher is just throwing everything and nothing is working. Yeah, nothing's budging. He, yeah, nothing's budging. not budging. Yeah. And, and later on, they contrive to, when they finally decide to move the match along. They finally contrive to have her finally hit something that, that the head. affected. Yeah, some, uh, affected the weak them. spot. The weak yeah. spot. Okay. And it was just, first off, you could see plainly her fist bouncing on the guy's head like it was nothing. And uh, while I do commend the heroic cell job uh, oh, Mr. Lucha had to do for okay. this match, he was a bit late on the flip. Oh, so the you yeah, so the, you noticed okay. that, that it was oh yeah, that's, that's uh, yeah, sell man, sell it, sell it. <laughs> uh, but uh, the rest after that prolonged uh, no sell, the selling just felt fraudulent. Like it was very very clear that he was just making her look good getting her oh, okay, okay yeah yeah and then she goes and taunts people like that is just bad healing like you you taunt people when you are in a position to taunt people you don't taunt people after after whatever the hell that was anyway that was just okay. phenomenally bad booking that they tried to save with a little you know cutesy moment afterwards Oh, they uh, show respect and they hugs. The, yeah, yeah, like everybody, yeah, everybody I'm on sorry, board yeah. the ship. I'm yeah. sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, everybody on board the ship and all that. Uh, it's a very anime moment. The senpai noticed me and all that stuff. Okay, well, um, well, going on to your training as a writer and a creative, mm. uh, how would you have saved this uh, Bambi Godzilla moment outside of the fact that you could have booked someone else? Okay. Well, out of respect, the no cell segment wouldn't have gone for so long. Okay. Probably just the first sequence of punches and nothing happens. And then I would have told, I would have told the cat, uh, Ashura, that look, I mean, at this point, she should be taking note of his stance. 
his legs are wide open. Should have just kicked him in the nads. That would have given Mr. Lucha something credible to sell. Though that will automatically have her loose. Then distract the ref. They're a freaking ninja. Oh, okay. <laughs> so that way it would have probably lent a smidgen of credibility to what she would have done next because at least she managed to disable the giant by hitting him in the nads or something. Okay, so a I'm... true weak spot. An Eddie Guerrero moment. Yes. Okay. Yes. That would have given her some charisma, some character. Rather than uh, staring at a beatdown she didn't earn, going facing the crowd and telling them, look at your hero, he quits. Like, um, seriously, woman? Uh, but a lot of this isn't Asherah's fault, really. This is uh, just booking. This is all on booking. Story writers. Fault. Yes, it's yeah. all on booking because they have something in Asherah. She's pretty. I think she looks pretty anyway. Okay. Probably pretty okay. without the mask. Okay. She's pretty. She looks. She has a good look. She moves well, reasonably right. well. Yeah. I mean, you know, like it's just another thing. That, why think the... about this. Uh, it's just their third. Uh, yeah, it's their event, third show. and obviously it's just their first year. Yeah. Yeah, but that's, as I was saying, okay. Asherah has the as a look. She can get a certain charisma. Uh, she certainly can work a crowd given the right tools. Yeah, but they have to book her better. I mean, I mean, come on. Uh, she's facing a guy who not only has more than a hundred pounds on her, but also noticeably moves quicker than her. Oh yeah, because he yeah. is agile. <laughs> yeah, I mean. It, it just, there was no level in which that was going to work. Okay. Which is why the, the, the last part was just a, felt Fire like service. an attempt to save it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Shipping. Yeah. But, all, all aboard the well, ship. You saw the crowd reaction. Obviously. You have to, obviously, it is. You have to say. Yes, you have to is. tell me it worked. Yeah. Because, worked. Mainly because you don't usually get that sort of thing yeah. in Philippine wrestling. I, mean, I don't think PWR ever attempted something like that. Can you remember anything similar? Well, there was the time when uh, someone proposed that that was still an MCS. You yeah, were there, yeah. The, the first one, the first one. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. So those things are guaranteed to get a reaction. So, okay. but it, yeah, it felt like an attempt to save but hey, that that booking. Anyway, nice save in the at least. Uh, at least we we for, walk away with something else something other than a memory of that. Anyway, uh, I enjoyed that. Not, it's not the best match, but hey, it's a bit amusing for the guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I but suppose I suppose the ending contributes the ending to have, to yeah. the identity of the promotion as is the over the top cheesiness. Yeah. yeah. At the very least there was that. And yeah, fan service. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fan service. I like that. Um so yeah. I, although I I have considerably more adult ideas about fan service. <laughs> there are kids listening yes yeah, no, just, because when you say fan service it's pretty mild for fan service but yes <laughs> yeah like the show yeah. <laughs> anyway yeah anyway. this is come the on use of the word fan service and i don't usual... need more uh i don't need more uh it's, it's the word fan service and the, the ideas typically associated with its usage anyway yeah let's go to so the it's next the main event the main event it's the battle of the dangerous man Taking on the action star of MWF. Yes. It's a Rex Lawin versus Gig Striker. Yes. And my God, I felt the action literally as I was running away from them. Yes, yes they <laughs> brawled all over the place. God damn. That uh, was intense. Probably the the not the best match of the night. If only they gave it so much time and build up. Yeah, both both guys 
did their parts well. Uh, I like how Giggs talks a lot like a 90s action star. Like, and Every he'll, time he he'll puts s- him on the corner. Yeah, he'll say a lot of weird... Just to say a lot of weird stuff like a like a 90s action hero would do. like As if he had catchphrases. <laughs> and then he beats him up in the corner. Yes. I think that was... A fa- he's a fairly well-realized character. It's probably their best face. Um, if I were to put a sort of hierarchy of performers like it'd be Moises Luana then him Gig Striker in terms of character yes. development okay Moises Luana Gig Striker then probably Robinson and yeah he he really sold his character well in this in that match uh, he took a beating like a 90s action star oh yeah <laughs> yeah and I think the only thing I'd probably do the improvement is probably just add more moves or add more things for him to do okay but what he does he does pretty well yeah uh what? gigs right or yeah right? Gigs, gigs okay okay See, rex lawin is sort of like a pinoy version of samoa joe i guess uh, like the uh, the hard strikes and the, you yeah. you felt the chop did yes you? on the yes. chest like the guy bam! the guy's uh, uh, like, strong style this <laughs> and he's uh uh, the only thing, the only thing detracting from the character is that the high pitched voice thing is hard to take him seriously when people can willingly chant that high pitched Lawin Lawin. And that was hilarious. Uh, uh, speaking of other chants. Actually, I actually enjoy the, the MWF crowd. Yeah. And half yeah. of them are also wrestling. <laughs> yeah, but ah, man. It's really a really fun crowd. Yeah. Especially when. This match featured two of the most chantable characters. Like, you would chant the really hilarious <laughs> high pitched Lawin Lawin. That was yeah. really funny. And uh, the various working of gigs into various songs. That yeah. was hilarious. I uh, like the gigs, gigs, gigs. Yes. Yeah, so the crowd helped make this match wonderful, I think. So we're going to crowd. Let's. Yeah, well. How'd you like this compared to the old. Uh... The old what? Yeah. The old PWR MCS? Yeah, because remember before, this is still the same crowd, actually. Yeah, yeah. Like, this is 80% uh, the same people. Yeah, but there's less of them, I guess, which makes it feel more uh, More homey. Yeah, more. it feels homey. more intimate. Okay, okay. Uh, and because everybody knows each other, everybody's chanting as if they're all in on the same joke. Okay. So it actually makes it feel more, more at home when you're there. It, it feels more organic. Like, this, these are a bunch of guys on your sofa watching, <laughs> watching an inside yeah. joke you're all in on. Uh, it was it's a great crowd. It's a great crowd. Yeah, it's also cool. Like after the ma- okay, fine. Let's talk about the match first. Mm. So the ending was what Rex Lawin finally getting his win that he wanted against yeah. Gig Striker. Yeah. So it's, it's now even. It's not even. Uh, it, it's a good way to even it up. My only qualm, I guess, is that the arrogant pin. Probably should. He probably shouldn't have won with an arrogant pin. A bit too strong there. Oh, okay. Yeah. But uh, everything else worked. Yeah. But probably my favorite. Probably one of my favorite matches from the promotion. Okay. So now it's one and one. So obviously there has to be a rubber match yes, sometime. Yes, a rubber line. match. Yes. But before that, I guess the next show is going to be Rex Lawin taking on the new challenger. Yeah. The, the ninja. Green Ninja. Yeah, ninja Ryuken. Yeah, so uh, this is going to be an interesting matchup. 
Yeah, yeah, that 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 is the contrast of styles. Fast and yeah. furious versus, Fast versus uh, strong uh, style. Strong style, really hard hitting. Yeah. And then again, we have to talk about the big coats in the room and how much of a factor he's gonna be. Yeah, yeah. Although his interferences haven't really been that substantive so far. He's actually played a bit more off. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's, act- he's probably taken more bumps than given them. Okay. <laughs> from being on ringside and all that but yeah it'd be interesting to see what they do with him while ringside but probably shouldn't expect so much because I don't think this ninja guy is meant to be uh, anything other than a stepping stone opponent okay. to, to the rubber match to the next uh, yeah. round yeah. of striker Lawin yeah, okay. it, it, it might be a compelling match but it's not narratively important other than as a stepping stone I guess that we're going back to the narratives. Uh, mm. You did mention the characters, and like mm. you said, this guy could have worked more. So aside from what promo package, video packages, mm. maybe the mic time would have worked more. Yeah, some more mic time. I mean, the show didn't felt too long, okay. so Which they is... probably could have afforded maybe two or three minutes mic time for some of the new guys, especially. Uh, well, technically, they're all new. They're all yeah, or the guys who are there, who they're ah. newly introducing as important. Ah, like the one they want to give more of a highlight now. Yes, this time. yes. Because before they're like, oh, this guy versus this. Yeah, guy. yeah. Because they're a bit heel heavy, so they need to introduce some faces. Um, uh, I don't know though. Um, how many heels do we have? Let, I'll like count. how many, how many heels do they have that are presented as uh, presented, big deals? Ah, uh, big deals. Uh, uh, Lawin. Lawin. Uh, Fabio, Fabio, Moises, Moises, Morgan Vaughn, Vaughn. That's who's four, and then the rest four. are faces. Yeah, but okay, fine. Asherah, Asherah, Asherah. Uh, Ashura, oh, Ashura. The fifth. Then the rest, the, the faces are Frankie Robin, Thirteen, Robinson, Robinson uh, Giggs, Giggs, Riker, uh, and Lucha, Mister ha- Lucha, Hanzelo. Uh, I guess and, yeah, Richards, again, uh, the, like, those four are the only ones introduced as big prominent. deals. Yes, okay, prominent. Okay, so there were. Slightly heel heavy, so they need to introduce some new faces. Uh, and you know, again, uh, there was just no reason to care. Maybe as a story writer, even though you have a compact roster, you could have given more, yeah, just, just spin the story, like, yes, yeah, sp- spin the story, uh, uh, probably intersect more storylines just so you're not putting the same two people, uh, in the same card again and again and again, uh, just. Yeah, so you can variate your cards, just have some storylines intersect. Okay. Uh, So, yeah, we... Yeah, uh, here's another thing I probably would have done because that the issue of having a a potentially compelling female star on the roster, but no one for her to fight. Sounds like Southpaw Season 2. Yeah, uh, that's a problem because you can't have her... You can't keep putting her in no-win situations. Because, for example, the match with Mr. Lucha was a no-win situation. You can't keep putting her there. Uh, when PWR had one, just one female star, I think what they did to hide her was uh, was pretty good. They basically put her in a stable. Oh, wait. Scarlet. You, oh, Scarlet. Yeah, Scarlet. Uh, oh, I was thinking about nah, that, that, in-ring competition. Okay. No, no, basically they hid her from in-ring competition. They kept, they kept her from no-win situations. They're putting her in a stable. And, and when she's called to action, it's usually to beat up some guys already down. You could do something like that with Ashura until they can finally elevate 
some fe- some more female talent. Mm-hmm. Like she could be like the Serena to to Dewana Straight Edge Society or something like that. Oh dear God! <laughs> Another convert. <laughs> yes, but I mean, they didn't convert Frankie Thirteen, but maybe this this villain who wants to be a big mouth. Ironic for a ninja, but remember she keeps taunting the crowd verbally, which is weird for a ninja. But yeah, somebody who wants to mouth off on the crowd, perfect for for that sort of cultish type stable. Yeah, it's like um, their version of the network, more ne- members. Yes, more members. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, it's a way to keep her fresh in the audience's mind without having to put her in no-win situations. Okay. Well, just yeah. a suggestion. Yeah, right? just a suggestion. Okay. Just a suggestion. It's up to them. It's yeah, up. yeah. I mean. These are just things I would do if I were the guy trying to weave their stories oh, yes. together. Yeah, and this is coming from your experiences as a storyteller in yeah. both film and uh, and uh, theater. theater yeah. Yeah. yeah, two decades ago. So yeah, you can catch... Uh, wait, no, we're not yet done. Mm. So what are your thoughts on the next show? You think it's going to be... Are they finally going to have a MWF title belt? Or a... Um, other... Sure, hope so. Or... Yeah, they should probably start introducing it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can only have so many random matches for so long. There has to be some stakes that they have to claim. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, John. Um, again, you can, uh, if you have very bad comments, or uh, you can share them here at JobberTalk at Channel14.com. You can talk to us in the comment section below or, you know, I'm on Facebook. I share this link anyway. Um, you can also check us out on the Twitter. That's at CH14. We have a YouTube page, John. I oh, we have... do? Yeah. Um, you can check out former episodes of our top-selling shows like Third World Linux and the ever-so-famous Radio Norm. Currently, I heard he's taping in Radio Nam. <laughs> right? So hopefully we have new content for Radio Norm. Yeah, I also like to thank uh, MGT Studios for letting oh. us use the sound studio. Yeah, if you notice, our voices are more sexy, or uh, it feels more crisp. Yeah, more crisp, or my voice is louder, and I don't have to say it this loud. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, thanks to MGT. Uh, yeah, uh, thanks for having me on, Martin. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>
Georgia well, Gold. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, KFC put money in it. Wendy's didn't have to. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. true. Yeah, KFC. Uh, Better give money, Wendy's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Wendy's didn't have to. It's like almost free publicity in a new market. Anyway. But yeah, the point is like, People forgetting to log out of the real account. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Post or call. yeah, because of it, because of it, NBA Reddit managed to find Durant's uh, burn account, like the account he used to defend himself, or at least one of oh them. Oh my yeah. god! Yeah, because KD. They, yeah, they found it and they knew it was him because his brother, K, uh, KD's brother, tagged it as him. Why would your as a brother, why no, would you do that? No, because <laughs> it's understandable because the brother does not expect somebody to go sniffing around looking for it. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah. The <laughs> only reason people sniffed around looking for it was because KD commented as if he was on it using his real account. He forgot to switch back to his other yeah. account. <laughs> yeah. You saw the third. Why is Durant referring to himself in third person? <laughs> is he a fan of The Rock? <laughs> yeah. And, and it was not very diplomatic, the, whatever, what he tweeted. It was, it was deleted. But it wasn't very diplomatic. It was, yeah, it was the sort of burn your bridges type thing. So it was obvious he meant it for another account. An account that's meant to defend him. A ghost account that's meant to defend his real account. Okay. Uh, by being very assertive and mocking and all that. All right. So that was that's a bit of a PR hiccup for Mr. Durant. Gosh. <laughs> See, this is where he could have paid for real PR people to use their accounts. Well, yeah. Yeah. Like, our experiences with that. Yeah, well, not, not that we're doing that, but we know people who do that. Yeah. Except that uh, other people do realize you're doing that. Yeah, I mean, he already still... has an image as a cupcake. Yeah. This will just, this will do them no favors in that regard. This just adds the icing to said cupcake. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. So, anyway, man. Um, I heard there's this recent movie about Stephen King's uh I didn't see I haven't seen it yet yeah oh so you haven't seen it yet yeah I haven't seen it yet me neither yeah I'm <laughs> trying to save on my pennies wise